Hallelujah. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan had desire to have you. That he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for thee that thy faith fails not. And when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. Say amen. amen. Glory to God. You know, we are, we are in the series of, I think I'm going to be doing some series of teaching on faith. Amen. And this scripture just keep coming to my heart this morning. That your faith fails not. That your faith fails not. And, and, and uh, the, the antidote to this is that Jesus said that he prayed for Peter. Amen. He prayed for Peter. He said that Satan desire to have him. That's not news. Amen. Satan desire to have everyone. Amen. I say amen. amen. It's as a royal lion seeking whom he may devour. So it's not news. Someone said, oh. One prophet told me that the devil is after me. I say it's not news. It's after everybody. You don't have to be a prophet to see that. Amen. Are you seeing church? But there's a solution. Because the devil wanted to have Peter. Right? And Jesus said, his faith should not fail him. That's what he prayed. His faith should not fail him. So, if you can put those together, then you know that the devil is going to have a hold of you if your faith fails you. Am I still, am I still in church? Yes, sir. So, the way the devil is going to be able to have a hold of you, the, devil, the way the devil is going to be able to have a part of you is if your faith fails you. And in accordance to this, Jesus said, the antidote is what? He prayed for Peter. And he said that when you are converted, strengthen your brethren. So, it's not only you. When you, your own revival and they come, help other people. Amen. I say amen. amen. Glory to God. And you are going to be saying a lot of amen today. Whether, whether you slept well or not. Whether, whether your AC was working or not. Whether Nepal took your light and you didn't have petrol. Don't even me this morning. I'm going to say a good amen. <laughs> good. Amen. amen. So, we're going to pray. We're going to pray for your brethren. We're going to pray for yourself. The same thing Jesus prayed that Peter's faith do not fail him. That your faith do not fail you. Let's stand to our faith. Amen. Glory to God. Take some few minutes and pray. Open your mouth and pray. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Malata seka boroton, bika beroton, bika da poshika beroton, de bele de de, abala bele bele de. I know faith comes by hearing, but this one Jesus said that the the result, the solution is him praying for Peter. He didn't say the, the, the solution. Like, Peter, come and sit down and hear me teach. No, he said me praying for you. Glory to God. So pray. Malata seka yo do pe, don ke beroton, de beroton, beroton, de beroton, 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 de. Malata do ke be, de be, de be, de be, de be, de be. In your finances, the devil will not have a a foothold in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In your health, you will not have a foothold in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In your ministry, you will not have a foothold in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In your home, you will not have a foothold in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. 
Ale balaka tika daba, balaka sika balaton tika balaton tika daba, be 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Give him praise for hearing you. Give him praise. Give him praise. Give him praise. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, I give you praise. I give you praise. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Talk to your neighbor. Say, God answered my prayers. Don't somebody just say, God answers my prayers. Glory to God. Get excited about that. Glory. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now, Jesus gave a parable, right? He gave an illustration. I said that there's a man that came to one of his sons. And he told his son, um, go and do this for me. The guy said that, okay, I'm going to do it. Right? And, and, just kept, and just did not do anything. They went to another one and said, uh, go and do this for me. The son said, I'm not going to do it. But then he stood up and went and did what his father wanted him to do. So Jesus asked, among these two, which one actually obeyed his father? Amen. The one that said that, I'm going to do it. I did not do it. Or the one that said, I'm not going to do it, but eventually did it. It's not a trick question. <laughs> so, I want to ask you that question, right? Don't your neighbor and give your neighbor the answer. Who actually did the biddings of his father? So, what was the answer you got? Where's the second option now? <laughs> the one that said, no, I did it. Okay, thank you. Who, who had, who had a, a, an alternative answer? Who had the, who had the first song for the answer? Oh, okay, we are all in the, on the same page, right? Amen? Amen? So, what is the moral of that story? Everybody is so quiet. So I say, Rebbe, why are you asking questions today? Uh, who answered? Oh, is blocked somewhere here. What is the moral? Oh, doing the will of a father. Okay, well, I will take that. The moral of this story is what? Obedience. What really matters is you're obedient. You can say, yeah, I'm going to do that. Jump up and down and get excited and shout, glory! We don't do it, you have not done anything. Amen. And you can all be very cool, like some of you are cool, as ice water. <laughs> and yet, you still eventually does, uh, go and do what you're supposed to do then. The moral is obedient. What I'm saying that uh, obedience. And obedience starts 
with all the leaders. Uh-huh. I know where I'm going to. You cannot be asked to do something and you don't do it. Then you expect those who are leading to automatically obey you. It doesn't work that way. Praise the Lord. We are in church. This first service. Amen. So the obedience is very important. There are some of the group leaders, right? Some of the group and your leaders are met during before as the year starts. There are things I've asked you to do that you have not done. And we are in March. And we are marching on. I told you I can rhyme. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. We have to be obedient. Because it's not just us saying we will do. It's not just us saying we are willing. But it's us actually doing it. And obedient, like we used to say, say when we are in Zaria, obedient is the master key. Obedient is the master key. You cannot cover up, cover it up with any other thing. Not even with sacrifices. That's what the Bible says. That the rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. Glory to God. So you are going to do, you are going to do what you are asked to do. Then you are walking in accordance, like Miracle said, stay hiding in the will of the Father. Amen. And you don't suck against leaders. You do what you are asked to do. Glory to God. I want us to take prayer along that area. I know you want to sit down. Amen. But I'm not going to allow you to sit down yet. Glory to God. We're going to pray that we'll be obedient. I'm going to pray, Lord, I'll be obedient to instruction. Right? And you must, you see, you can't put yourself in a position that no one can speak to you. The Bible says that you are a bastard. And destruction is inevitable. I'm serious. You can't put yourself in a position that nobody, nobody can speak to you. Nobody can correct you. And that, and that example, yesterday I was, I was seeing some people in the technical unit and then in the instrumentalist who have not done Bible school and they were just galamati around when Bible school is going on. And I'm asking, why have you not done Bible school? And why are you not in the Bible school? We have said that everyone, if you are involved, if you are committed, you must at least do the volume one Bible school because it's fundamental. The Bible school is not making you a pastor. I can't believe that one of the, yeah, in my own opinion, but one of the problems we, we have in the church world today, because people just go to Bible school and when they go to Bible school, they come out, they auto, automatically think that they are leaders. They automatically think that they are pastors. Going to a Bible school doesn't make you a pastor. Say amen. I'm not preaching well. Doesn't make you a pastor. Right? So, when we say God and do Bible school, don't say, don't say, oh, me, I'm not a pastor. Now. I'm not a leader. I'm not, no, no, no. It's for, it's for new trend. Food. Fundamental Food. For you to stand as a matured Christian. And we're looking at by saying, he said, I write unto you in the book of 1 John 2. 
Say, I write unto you fathers, I write unto you young ones, and I write unto you children. Then, then they say, I have written unto you fathers, I have written unto you young ones, written unto you children. Then I pick out, I just probably pick out the area of the young men, right? He said, I have written unto you young men, because we are talking to the young one. Say, because you have overcome the wicked one. So, as a young man, you are expected to do what? To overcome. Then he said, I have written unto you, young one, because you know the word. You are strong. You know the word. And you have overcome. So, we see how they overcome. They overcome the wicked one or the evil one because they are strong. Uh, what makes them strong? Because they know the word. So, knowing the word makes you strong to overcome. Hello? Knowing the word makes you strong. So listen, opportunity to know the word, right? Opportunity to hear the teaching of the word should not be taken lightly. Say amen. Because it won't make you strong to overcome. If you are not overcoming, you are not strong. If you are not strong, you don't have the word. Glory to God. The word makes you strong. He said in the book of Psalm 1, 1, I said, your word have I hidden in my heart that it may not sin against you. The word of God gives us the strength and the impetus to overcome the wicked one. To overcome sin. To overcome weaknesses. Joshua 1, 8. This book of the Lord shall not depart of your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, that thou mayest observe to do. As you keep meditating it, when it, it gives you the impetus to do what? To do. Amen. So the importance of, when we say, oh, everyone must attend Bible school, it's important. Important. <laughs> Amen. It is important. God is for you to be strong. I have done it once, praise the Lord, but you can still do it again and again and again. Because Bible did not say faith comment after having heard. It says faith comment by what? Hearing. And this, this is what I want to go to as we pray. You see, so they come to a place in church, in the body of Christ, that they feel that they don't need to hear anymore. If you have reached that place, uh-huh, you have reached a place of backsliding. Because they feel that they are, they are grown up. They feel that, oh, you know when I've been coming to church? 1962. We are not even born then. That's when I was, I was coming. I've been reading all these things people are, are preaching right now. I don't need to. No, you still need to listen. That's why I say, faith coming by hearing, present continuous. That's why I really like that the way Joe led us in prayers, the way he led us in prayers this morning. Because I, I tell, even if the truth is being taught, how many people actually come, amen, with ears to hear? How many come with eyes to see? How many come with heart to understand? 
Because scripture says that some people, they lay off for themselves teachers because they have itchy ears. They, they, they are things they want to hear. So they will, they, they will, they will lay off for them. Okay. I didn't see what I want to hear. Okay, I didn't what I want to hear. Then they'll, they'll be shouting. But if you are not saying what he wants to hear, though it's the realm of God's word, they are quiet. They are playing with their phone. They are sleeping. That is hypocrisy. You're only shouting when you're hearing what, what you want to hear. You know, um, in, in the portal called uh, Panajide told me of one of our members uh, who a guy believed that he should not tight. Right? So, um, and his life is messed up. Money comes, but that's how money goes. I mean, if I, I don't want to describe what's happening in his life because you'll be able to know the person I'm talking about. But some series of things are just happening like that. And I said that there, I just pray his eyes be open to see that it's that tight you are fighting. I don't know where you got your supernatural revelation from. That that what is destroying nothing. Every, I can I, I mean I just saw some, some things happening. You know, when you know that story that um, the king of Judah. The king of Israel pretended that he's uh, the king of Judah. Uh, no, he pretended he's a footed soldier. And he took the king of uh, Judah to enter his own chariot. Because he knew that he had been walking out of the will of God. And he knew that there's death coming for him. So he was trying to avert the death. He was trying to get his fellow brother, the king, to pick the death for him. So when they saw the king of Israel in the king of Judah's, or the king of Judah, the king of Israel's chariot, they were chasing him to, to shoot him down because they have lost the battle. So the king was like, no, 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 it's me, it's me, it's me. So one of the young ones said, oh, I thought you were the king of Israel. I would have just, I, I took his bow and arrow, I just took it up like that. And this arrow, I just shot. That arrow was bent for the king of Israel. It went into the air. It located him. Where he was, he was on his horse, like a dressed up like a normal soldier, running away. The arrow came, picked him right in his side. It was meant for him. That you don't understand. That's how things happen. When you see some people here, you, you are wondering where did this team? He missed everybody. Missed everybody. He came and hit you. Cause and effect. I'm preaching on. As scripture say that things don't happen without a cause. You can't set yourself against spiritual, godly principles and don't expect consequences. There will be consequences. If you like shout that you're under grace, there will be what consequences. You know, uh, uh, some of this our we call it, we call it expressway, right? I like Kuba Abuja. I mean Kuba. Yes, I'm Abuja. You know, cars fly there. 
In Nigeria, we're, in very, we're a very interesting country. We don't even have speed limit. So nobody even knows the speed limit. Wherever you fly there, people, people they, they turn lane without even putting their blinker on. And they drive. A military man can just say, this place is so blocked. Enter the opposite one and just drive against traffic. With speed. And because he's a military man, he feels that he's right. Yeah, many people say, sorry, but the truth. You are not right. You see, you cannot be, somebody cannot be, driving, the way they drive on those places, you can't just carry your phone. And say, you want to cross the road. Then you are pinging your clues. Then you are crossing the road like that. That thing is going to end in heaven or hell. If you are born again, you will, you will finish it in heaven. <laughs> if you are not born again, you will finish it in hell. You understand? It, I mean, it happened, I, 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 was, I was in the car one time. Uh, uh, Mike Esther, when he was around, that time he just opened his, uh, his pharmacist. So he came to church and he's taking me to go and pray for it. So when the car going, and I saw this young man. Didn't know the last time I was saying. He stood on the pavement like that. So he wanted to cross the road. You are stood. You are stood on the, the that one that crossed that divide the road. He stood on there looking at me. Now, of course, all the cars are supposed to come in this way. The right thing to do. So you're all looking to see whether it's clear. I was the only one, so you're waiting for me to pass. If I wish I if I knew I was gonna have I'll slow down. Because you're waiting for me to pass. Then this army guy was just warning, facing me. So, me, I saw the army guy facing me, and I saw the boy. So, me, I just turned out of the road. The man I turned out of the road, the boy jumped. As he was jumping, the army truck just hit him. So, I told Mike, I said, you are the pharmacist. Should I stop? Mike said, no, that guy is gone. And the army truck actually stopped, you know. We now, we now drove off. You know, we just kept on going. They actually stopped, but then it was too late. He didn't even move. You see, you cannot put yourself on harm way like that. And harm will not come. I'm going somewhere. Say, give me a big amen, though. And I just say, say a big amen. Say amen. Glory to God. Spiritually, don't do that. Don't put yourself in harm's way. Anyway, the king of Israel was running to that day. That arrow met him. And you see, you see, you see things like that, one from the other. One. As though, are you the only one? It's happening. There is a cause. There is a cause. Did not say blessed are those who are not in me. There is a cause. Glory to God. So obeying God's word, doing what He has placed in your heart to do. Amen. Scriptures. That's what I'm saying. The basis of scriptures, primarily the way God primarily speaks to us, New Testament, right? Is very important. Your obedience to it is very important. 
Let's stand to our feet. I can talk about a lot of things that in the New Testament that God wants us to do. You know them. One, be anxious for nothing. Say amen. You can't be worrying about things and, 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 and feel that, okay, this must just work. No, you must refuse to worry. Jesus said, be anxious for nothing. Carrying on anxieties, putting yourself in harm's way. I know I'm preaching. Glory to God. Refusing to walk in love is putting yourself in harm's way. You must walk in love. You must forgive. You must not allow. We enter this one in the first, second side. You must not allow the root of bitterness. Put yourself in harm's way. Say amen. amen. Obeying spiritual leadership. Say obey those who are your leaders in the Lord. For if you don't obey them, it's not profitable to you. That's what the book of Hebrews says. He won't say that it's not profitable unto you. They need to do their work with what? With gladness, with joy. For it to be good for you. Say amen. amen. Glory to God. Not tithing. Not giving. Not using your gift. To serve God. They are dead in the New Testament. Glory to God. Not praying. Say pray always. Refusing to meditate upon God's word. Apart from the scripture teaching us who we are in Christ. I keep saying that. The scripture also teaches us behavior. Things to do. Is that, is that 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 thou mayest know how you ought to behave yourself in the house of God, which is the pillar and the ground of truth? So there's an appropriate way of behaving yourself in the house of God. The pillar and the ground of truth. You can't be the number one gossip in church. I expect things to go. No, no, no. You are putting yourself in harm's way. You are putting yourself in harm's way. We're going to pray that we are, we are people that are obedient to the word of truth. Yeah, you say amen. Say, obey the truth from the heart. We are saved. That's what first Peter said. We are people that obey the truth from our heart. I, told, I, I always say this when I talk about, when I talk about love the flame of Jah. I said, the one thing I like about my wife is that if I can show her, if I can show her from the Bible that this is what she should do, she will do it. I mean, and that was a blessing to me. So, anything, if I can just show her, can you show the wife, this is what the Bible says. So, sometimes when she wants to tell me something, she's looking for scriptures to show me. <laughs> Yeah, but if I can show her, I think, look what this is what the Bible says. 
I mean, all argument. He should not argue. Somebody that, that have a teachable heart. We need to be like that. We need to be like that. We need to be like that in the house of God. Some of you, they will show you in scripture. They will show you 15,000 scriptures. You are still arguing. Eh, as for me, Sha. Eh. They're not for you, Sha. Obey the scriptures. Obey the scriptures. Let's pray. Let's pray. We'll give about five, I mean, 10, 15 minutes to pray about this. Pray. Pray for yourself. Pray for every member of the church, the ministry, the ministry that from our heart we obey God's word. We obey the scriptures. We are not rebellious people. Amen. We are not children of disobedience. Glory to God. Let's pray. Balata seka baraton, be baraton. Balata pega da porta que cheque baraton, be 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. See, I believe I receive it, Jesus. I just sit for a while, a little bit. There, there is uh, there is an experience that I, I I had with God and I've shared it time and again here, but I swear praying. Just keep coming to my heart. I don't know why, but just keep coming to my heart to share it and say this before we we enter into the second service and going to worship. Amen. I say amen. In 1986, right? Um, I had an experience with God. I just just God feel the Holy Ghost then. Um, and I saw this, this man in a vision standing in a path, you know, this, all this, uh, from that dusty road, dusty path, you know, some of this road that I used to see them more when, when we used to go to the village, right? It's just one, one, one way, I mean, just one path, I mean, one path as by if a bike is coming, you have to enter into the bushes for the bike to pass. I mean, if you have seen that kind of path before, maybe in the villages. Uh, that's the path I was standing in, and I met this guy. And, and in the vision, right, he was, he was everything I wanted to be. He was everything I wanted to be. So, I asked him, and 
God that vision. I always do that. If I meet any man of God, I always ask them. Till today I do. Amen. I ask, I say, please tell me what is the secret of your of your success in ministry. And he said that his secret is that he prays in tongues. Always. See, he speaks in tongues. Always. And you use, use word for word. How the word say he speaks in tongues always. So he turned to leave, you know, dusty road, you know. He turned to leave. He took about three, four, five steps away from me. Then he turned back, pointed his hand at me, called my name, and said, Arame, speak in tongues always. And uh, the, vision, the vision ended. Now, right, you know, from that, from that time on, I made the practice of speaking in tongues every day. Do my best to speak in tongues as long as I can. And I really believe that it's a pathway of success. I want to encourage you. And I said, when we pray, it came into my heart. So I said, I'm going to say, I want to encourage you. Take time daily and speak in tongues. Speak in tongues always. Speak in tongues always. You can be driving to driving to work, amen. You are in that traffic, speaking tongues. Truly, it's not a time to listen to FM or, or to listen to the news happening in the country. Speaking tongues. Maybe you are in the barber shop, they are talking what you want to hear. Just just speaking in tongues to yourself. I see, you know, I'm not talking about the one that you vibrate the whole compound, the whole neighborhood. I'll, I'll tell you why, what, what I mean. Jesus said, that, I mean, sorry, Paul said in, in First Corinthians, he said that if there is no, if you have a tongue and there is no interpreter, he said that then, keep quiet and speak to God and to yourself. So, and you know, he's not, he's not saying that you are disturbing the whole church. So, you could be sitting down on your seat there and be speaking in tongues and not disturbing your partner. Amen. So, if, 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 if it was the loud one, no, the church will scatter because maybe favor will be over there. Then the preachers will be over there. And I will not be able to speak. I said, okay, come out down, come out down, come out down. But you can be praying in tongues, speaking in tongues like that. It's instruction in the Bible. So I know that speaking in tongues doesn't warrant you always shouting and your whole neighborhood is hearing. I lay down on the bed, in the bed, and pray, right? And my wife did not wake up. She didn't even know. And let me tell you, right? There was a burden to pray. But at that time, it was a good time to sleep. But I just woke up and I just, I should pray. And I started praying. And there, you can pray fervently like that. People always mistake that word fervently to shouting. Yes, I know there are times that the Holy Ghost will give you the utterance to shout. I know there are times the Holy Ghost will give you the utterance to go loud. Yes. 
Sometimes it will come out with crimes. But not in the flesh. Led by the Spirit. I'm saying it to say that, look, you can be there in that office, right? And, and you're just speaking in tongues. Just speaking in tongues to yourself. And you're obeying that, obeying that skip job. But then, pray in tongues always. You know, then I, 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 my, my, uh, my hostel was uh, in uh, Suleiman Hall in ABU, right? And my, my, my lectures, we have, we have now entered 300 level. And my lectures were, were now in agricultural engineering, which was far away. Matter of fact, it was actually 45 minutes walk from my hostel. So, you know what I did? Any, any, any money I'm going to class, I pray in tongues. So I pray in tongues. I know by the time I get to, to class, I pray at least 45 minutes. And sometimes maybe even 15 minutes, depending on how slow I walk. And that 45 minutes walking, I'm walking very fast. Because <laughs> it was far. But we were using bikes. But I, I always walk to. After, we're only seven in our class. When class ends, one said, hey, let's go back to class. We'll be going, we'll be going. Because I wanted to be on my own. I pray. 45 minutes. I just, I'm on a prayer celebrity. I know that at least an hour, 30 minutes. Pray in tongues always. I was obeying, I was obeying what he placed in my heart. Pray in tongues always. Yeah, I never pray in tongues always. I'm not saying that you'll not be able to go to your work. No. You go to you do your thing. Pray in tongues always. Pray in tongues always. You will see, light will begin to shine in so many things. You start seeing open door. And it, when you see the open door here, then it will manifest in the physical. So all the time I'm praying, I'll have the mini vision. I'll just know something. I'll know what to do when I don't know what to do. Amen. I'll know what to do. The answer is there. We have the answer of death within us. Don't your neighbor guys say neighbor pray in tongues always. Now let's start to our feet. Thank you for listening. Messages are freely available. Visit www.savannaministries.org for more information.